Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the cool stuff that uh, we love. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Dolce, and as usual, I have my co-host, Hassan Godwin, Lord of the Radio. I have a cold. <laughs> he is he is Lord no more. <laughs> and um, Congestion of the radio today. So def- <laughs> congestion on the radio. Congestion Congestion's no good. That's yeah. that. Is, I I uh, I I scoff at the congestion. Don't scoff. <laughs> well, embrace the embrace the congestion. Embrace the congestion. The congestion is your is your co-pilot today. Did you get sick because of the snow? I got sick before the snow, and then the snow came and made it worse. All right, and made well, me want to die. Well, that's that's <laughs> never that's never what we want. We want we want you alive and well. Um, Thank you. Me too. Because we got a great show tonight. We got a great show. We've got, uh, you know, we, well, we, that's a lot I of agree. things to talk about. Right. Uh, a quick shout out to Pop the Moose, who wants to listen live but cannot. So I, was, I got a request <laughs> Sorry. to give a shout out. Sorry, Pop the Moose. Well, yeah, I, you know. I find it, you know, difficult to think this, but I mean, because we're on Facebook, we're on Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. We're on TalkRadio.nyc. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're we're on we're on a whole whole bunch, and uh, so I feel like I feel like there is no uh, excuse not to not to watch us or not to listen to no. us. But no, there's there's no excuse. There's never been an excuse. Period. Even even excuses aren't excuses. That's a good point. Very good point. Very good point. Whenever I can make them sound coherent, I try to make a good point. I just got a welcome letter from Stitcher, so we're also on Stitcher.com right. as well too. All right, so, see, see, there's no excuse. We're climbing. We're climbing. <laughs> no All right. Excuse. So we uh, we are gonna have uh, Bobby Semelsberger. Is that like? Wow. Is that? Did I? Wow. I must have butchered that. Semelsberger. I don't know. He yeah, hosts that that's... 90s podcast. <laughs> he got us thinking. Now, we were talking. We got to work on that before we go live, <laughs> by the way. I, research. <laughs> yeah. Preparation. <laughs> we got we to work on the well, what pronunciation. Are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? I don't know. Uh, well, don't he'll know correct us. About. He'll correct us when he comes on. Yeah, but that's um, not when you want to find out. No, I know. I know. So we were talking. We were talking. And Dan Lawson joining us on the the live feed. Hello, Stephanie Hello, Dolce, one of our esteemed patrons. Hello, Stephanie. Uh, joining on the live feed as well, too. So we. We, um, you know, we were actually talking in the green room. Yes, that we have green room access for all of our five dollar patrons. Go to patreon.com slash secrets of the sire, and uh, you could become a green room, uh, you know, access guy, just like Brian Phillips um, and Steve Ovecki. Uh But we were talking how like how things kind of like come together. It's kind of funny, you know. We, um, uh, we the Periscope feed lost its audio. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Um, technical difficulties. That's crazy. Uh, you know, it, it's just funny because there's there's always a, a like how things kind of come together. I booked, you know, we booked uh, Bobby a long time ago, and uh, we had him coming on, and I didn't realize like we're, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to do the top comic book movies of the '90s because you know '90s podcast right, theme. Right. It. I'm like, it's it? March freaking madness. Yeah. Like, what better way? To to do this, then to uh, reach out, we got a whole bunch of people. We got Dan Lawson on the uh, on the Facebook feed. We got a, we got a whole bunch of people commenting left and right on all the posts that we've kind of had during the week. Um, but we're gonna start with sixteen. We're gonna break okay. it down to eight. We're gonna start, and with we're 16. gonna hopefully. You okay? You just throw that number at me. No, 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 no. We, no, no. We, didn't you read? Didn't you read? The no, outline? I don't read. I don't. Any don't, any program director and co-hosts <laughs> get to read the get to read the show outline. Nah, I don't read them. And um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We're we're gonna break it I down. I get to, but the Lord of the Radio doesn't read it. <laughs> That's why I became the Lord that's of the right, Radio. That, that's why. <laughs> that's like you're like I refuse to read. Yeah. That's why. I, I and I have like a how do I radio. avoid how do I avoid reading? I'll become a, I'll become a I'll become a radio guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just I just applied for Lord of the Radio mm. just right away. I, I bypassed okay. a minion and and all the other steps. Okay. Up. So we're gonna we're gonna start with sixteen. Start with sixteen. We're gonna break it down to eight. We're gonna break it down to eight. And time can, time willing, we're gonna get down to a final four. And then we're going to throw Top it at four comic book movies. Yes. From of, the 90s. Of the 90s. And then we're going to throw it on the internet and we're going to let the internet decide. Oh, internet see how I see how I did that. And then we'll talk. We'll update you next week. The internet is we should let the internet decide anything. <laughs> the internet is <laughs> well, destroying we are the, our culture. We are at the internet now. Uh, welcome. The internet a spot killed a the radio star. And I'm the lord of the radio. <laughs> 
Uh, if uh, if <laughs> I'm being murdered by the internet, <laughs> but uh, well, speaking of the murdering, that's a good, see, oh, very good, very good how segue. How did you do that? Very good segue. How here. did you do that? Before we begin, we do have to tackle this one, just distressing. Yes, go ahead. Awful, awful, distressing, news awful, awful news. I know what this is. This is about. Uh, let me th- let me think. Uh, it's a Keanu Reeves kind of. Uh, oh, but he's not in it. No, but it's a it's a vehicle. It's a Keanu Reeves esque. <sighs> It's, it would it's, be it's Reevesian kind of if if we counted action movies right in our movie madness '90s movie madness it would be the best '90s movie it, uh, right uh, no uh, yeah it's uh, tough no. it's tough it's no. tough to say right no. I I couldn't I like it I excuse me I don't like it I love it yeah but I don't know about the best. I think it might be the best. It, wasn't best. it, it is arguably the best arguably. 90s. Absolutely. Arguably Absolutely the best 90s movie, and it's getting a reboot. Uh, we're talking no. about The Matrix. No, it's not. It's not getting a reboot. More Matrix. Bet on it, according to Hollywood Reporter. It's still not clear what shape the project will take, but sources tell <laughs> the Hollywood <laughs> Reporter a turn. <laughs> that Warner Brothers is in the early stages of developing a relaunch of The Why? Matrix. Why? Why? They, considered one of the most original films in cinematic history. I know why they're going to do it. Because the remake <laughs> of Total Recall was mm. such a tour de force. Mm. It was it was such a cinematic, uh, religious experience. Welcome, it Pat was, McGurkin. He, in, in bold caps, said, Michael B. Jordan, yes. <laughs> Sources say there's a potential interest in Michael B. Jordan, a star. <sighs> uh, but uh, Zach Penn to write. If um, I was Michael B. Jordan, I'd be like, no. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the Wachowski siblings. I like how they wrote that now. Uh, <laughs> very because it's, it's touchy. It how to, how oh, to, how to address them? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little touchy. Yeah. Uh, who wrote and directed the original are not involved, and the nature of their potential engagement with a new version has not been determined. Oh, so a couple things here. One, Michael B. Jordan. So it's news without any news, which is our typical news these days. Well, sure. Rumor has it that something is about to happen that we don't know anything about that hasn't happened yet. It hasn't started. Nobody knows anything about. It. No one's done anything with it, but it's coming. What do you think? Jersey Jedi also pointed out the Point Break remake, another another remake that we just didn't need. Yeah. We're all missing the most glaring one that happened this past summer. Who are you going to call? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. I didn't miss it. I oh. <laughs> I, I had you that surgically that removed. I had a procedure to get rid of that. So, I mean, the, the, the funny thing about it, though, too, and we kind of talked about it uh, in the green room as well, is the fact that if Michael B. Jordan does star, now, Will Smith was originally supposed to star. He passed on Yeah, he's, he's, and he's kicking himself oh, yeah. continuously. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, he's absolutely. got a hole now from kicking himself so hard. Absolutely. You can see it in the last five movies that he's done that's been horrible. And don't get me wrong, the second and the third Matrix films were pretty subpar. I mean, I think that's no, a collective. No, they were terrible. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> being kind. Yeah. Being kind, you, but they were are. awful. Yeah. <laughs> they were god awful. Now Dan Lawson said, "Don't the Wachowski siblings own the rights?" I thought it was an original story. Well, I mean, they no, got no, no. the got... woman who wrote the original Matrix, uh, who won the, the lawsuit. Oh, she's got rights. Oh. Who is that? Uh, I don't know the details. Is it the Wachowski it. sibling I, now? No, it's not the Wachowski <laughs> sibling. Not I thought you were being like. The, I thought you were being like super politically correct by being like either the, the woman that wrote it because they're they're both women. Now, they're both so. women now. Right. Yes, but no, but no, you were not. You were no, actually saying there was there was it. a third woman mm. who was uh, a woman even when they were men. Yes, and she wrote it, and they stole it. Yeah, and. They put it out and it became, you know, the biggest right. movie ever. Right. And she said, "Hey, I wrote that." And they were like, "Prove it." And she said, "Lawsuit." And she won. Oh, good. So wow. Yeah. In the meantime, they went ahead and made the second and third one on their own. Okay. And you can see the marked difference in the quality mm. of the storytelling mm. and the writing. Now, Actually, you can see the marked difference in everything yes, they've in ever every, done every, since yes, then, right? In, indeed, with the exception maybe I mean, of Bound. I thought Bound was a was a pretty solid movie. That being I said, from it. a visual standpoint, though, I mean they were in charge of the visuals and the fighting and things right, like that. I but mean, I they, mean, there's you got to temper the visuals with sure. with with story, and The Matrix was a f- perfect temperance of visual and story. Sure, and, and it was. I mean, it's dated now. 
Unfortunately, if you watch it now, you're like, oh. And some of those phones, when they whip out those phones, yes. you're like, oh well, my God. Well, that I agree with. That I agree with. But I mean, it, it, right look, it, 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 no, 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 but it takes place in, in 1999. True. I mean, so t- chronologically speaking, they're not like dating themselves. It's I'm not like not, it's not saying, like watching like a futuristic I'm not saying sci-fi episode. Now wrong. Like Back to the Future 2 and there's fax machines on every corner, you know? Or, yeah, or some other movie like, oh, I can't even think of, uh, I can't, but other there are other futuristic movies that have the World Trade Center in it. So. Right. Right. Yes, understood. Like, like Independence Day. Independence Day had the the World Trade Center. Oh yeah, not yeah. Good, not no. good. So, but it's not it's not dated like that. Yes, but it is unfortunately because it was such a, a hipster, uh, uh, a contemporary right uh, uh, motif. Yeah, to have those giant phones kind of sure. does date you. To uh, exactly it's it's a Zach Morris. Doesn't There's matter. no question. Doesn't matter. It's it's a it's a, a staple. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. Uh, it was written by someone else, and that's why it's so good. Dan T. Lawson blames Barry Allen for the alternate timeline. Well, you, we, we made Barry Allen for everything. Well, does that mean <laughs> Barry Allen's... St- Never mind. I was going to go someplace. <laughs> I was going to go somewhere. I'm not going to go. All right. Well, we are going to go instead. We're going to give thumbs down to this. We're not even going to... We're, we're just reporting it. There's no need for it. Because that just is what it is. There's no need for it. It's, it's not... It's, it, I mean, the other one hasn't... The other one hasn't had its time mm-hmm. to, you know, to to really uh, to really ferment, and it's it's uh, it, I I mean like when they brought out the Total Recall remake, yeah, yeah. Uh, Len Wiseman Total Recall, and I was like, well, why? It's so it was so recent, and I did look, and the the original Total Recall had been twenty years, but the movie was so innovative yeah. that it was still relevant. And so there was no need for an upgrade. Sure. Matrix is probably not going to need an upgrade. No, no. For, for decades. No, no, not at all. At all. Like there, there is, there is. T- 30 years from now, they could, they could, they could revisit it. A, a, a continuation? Agreed. Revisit the Con- world? Yeah. Awesome. Make another one. You don't need to, you don't need to do it again. Make another one. All right. So when we come back, but we're going to, before we go to break, this is Selection Wednesday for us. Now, usually it's Selection Sunday and March Madness, but our shows are on. You know, Wednesdays, so that's why it's Selection Wednesday. Right, gotcha. Uh, we are going to break down the night. So <laughs> we are doing our 90s comic book movie March Madness, um, and we are going to outline the possibilities, and we're going to ask you guys at home, if you're on our Facebook feed right now, facebook.com slash secrets of the sire, at Michael underscore Dolce for Periscope. All about you. We want to get down to 16 uh, possible contenders, and then we want to seed them. We want to seed them before segment three, All when right. Bobby... Oh God! I'm gonna just I'm just gonna butcher this. Semmelsberger. Semmelsberger. I got I think, it. I, I totally I got it. I totally got it. That time comes on. So here are the candidates when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to 21st 21st Century Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun for you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business and your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21st CE Radio or Talk Alternative. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire, comic book movie podcast. We do this every week on talkradio.nyc. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our beloved patrons, uh, dedicated fans, Omar Morales, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, John Hoff III, Ashley Haikai, 
Program director Stephanie Dolce, executive producer Steve Ovecki and Brian Phillips, and as always, our Uber fan Christina Dolce. Uh, call in. I always forget the call number, 877-480-4120, because we're about to break it down, bracket style. Uh, so we're doing this comic book movie. Be the bracketeer. Yeah. Oh, ah, very nice. <laughs> we're, we're doing this 90s comic book movie bracket, and, and the one thing that was kind of clear as we were going back and forth is there's not a lot to choose from. I mean, in terms of, there's no way oh. to even, well, no, you, I mean, all right, look, March Madness is supposed to be 64 things, right? Right, and, okay, you yeah. Know, that's not happening. All right. 32. Not getting 64. You know, now we're going around two. No, that's not happening. We have just enough to figure out a best of 16, and here are the possibilities that we came up with. Now, again, chime in if we're missing anything or if you didn't hear something, but for the most part, I think we thoroughly got through everything we possibly could we try. this. We did so, good. as my shirt implies, Ugh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And one, two, and three. Yes. Technically, technically. Are uh, we counting those uh, individually? Yes, we'll count them individually. Because look, a sequel could be better than the original, right? Okay. So we're going to go with that. Fair enough. We're going to go with The Crow. Yes. Judge Dredd. Yes. Men in Black. Yes. Based on a comic book, remember? Yes, Yes, it is. Oh, the other criteria for this, by the way, is no animation. Um, Not that there was a lot of animated superhero movies in the 90s, but I think just animation is separate when it comes to any of these kind of things, just because what you can do in an animated series versus what you can do live action, especially at the time. Fair uh, enough. You know, Fair enough. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. A lot of people were chiming in on the Facebook posts this week saying, you know, oh, where's that rank? And it's right. like, well, it, it does. It's awesome. But not right now. No. Not right now. Not for this. All it's right. too easy. Blade. Yes. Dark Man. Yes. The Rocketeer. Yes. Phantom. Yes. Batman Returns. Uh, or no. Batman Returns. Yes. Batman Forever. Yes. Batman and Robin. Uh, the Mask. <laughs> yes. Tank Girl. Tank Girl. Steel. <laughs> the unreleased Captain America and Fantastic Four, no! mo- four movies. <laughs> Barbed Wire. You know what? Ah, uh, yeah. Pam Anderson. Yeah. Can't go wrong yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dick yeah. Tracy. Yeah. I Spawn. That. Spawn. An easily forgettable movie. Yes. That, it, but it did come out in the 90s. Yes, it did. Uh, you were quick to point out the Nick Fury TV movie. I'm going to eliminate it because it's a TV oh, movie. Oh. Just, just from the qualification. It's a 90s comic book. All right. Come on. All right. We'll throw it in there. We'll throw it in there. You also have to throw in uh, Generation X, a Gen X movie. Oh, good God. Okay. All right. We'll, oh, God. I'm going <laughs> to write this down. Wah. That that hurt to, to talk. Yes. Yes. Uh, I saw it once. And only once. There's, I don't think there's anything I've seen only once. <laughs> there are movies I hate that I've seen at least four or five times. So uh. We've got Mystery Men. Yes. But technically, it's a comic book motif. It's technically not. It wasn't so It wasn't really book. based on a comic book. Though, right. right. But it is in the spirit of comic book. There's a lot of comic book industry jokes in that movie. So it's in the spirit. It's in keeping. It's I'm going to say... I'm going to say... No, it is. I'm going to say we don't allow it, and I'll what? tell you why. What? Or, or we okay. Put the this list way, is so small. Wait, wait, wait. But then put this then. Right. Chasing Amy. See if you're letting oh. in, if you're letting in no. mystery men. No, but if you're letting in mystery men. No, Chasing Amy just talks about comics. Oh, okay, There's no okay. Superheroes in okay. it. Okay, all right. Mystery men actually has superheroes in it. All right, so let's. So we're going to break it down to. 16 with a, with some with some playing matches because they okay. have some playing matches yeah. here too, right? They're outliers. They're so for, outliers. I think we stop me if this does not make sense. A number four seed. We're gonna we're gonna put the Phantom as a number four seed. Yeah, all right. We're gonna put Steel versus Nick Fury. Oh. Oh. So Steel actually Oof. has to <laughs> take on Nick Fury. To earn their way into a four seed. Okay. 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 Fair enough. We'll go with Mystery Men. I'll I'll let I'll allow that in. All right. Okay. As a four slot. Unless wait wait actually no no actually you know what let's have Mystery Men fight Dark Man because I don't think Dark Man Dark Man was a comic no, book first. No, Dark right? Man was not. It's a right. comic book. Right. So we're gonna have those two pit each. They're gonna go against each other uh, simply for the right to be a fourth seed. All right. And then we're gonna go Barbed Wire as the other fourth seed. All right. Okay. That's I guess that's fair. So we got a couple people but that, <laughs> that, that already who, betrays our prejudice towards towards the qualities of these movies. <laughs> but uh, well, that's but okay. look, this, uh, these are four seats. So there's four different brackets. Right. Right. And they're and they're the lowest. But possible, fourth place is the, fourth place. They're the highest possible seat. 
That does no, no, but it doesn't mean they can't advance. It doesn't that's mean they true. can't upset. That's true. Depending a, on what happens, okay, exactly. See, it's okay. March Madness. We're bracketing. We're, bracketing. March, we're just bracketing. Okay. We're just bracketing. I got you. Um, we're already getting some calls for Nick Fury. Randy Hogan has shouted Hasselhoff and Fury. Yes. See. So I mean, uh, you know, that's pretty good. But we're not. We'll put it to a vote, but not yet. We're gonna. We're gonna. Not yet. See. Right, Our three seeds: Rocketeer. All right. Judge Dredd. Okay. No. I'm gonna go Batman Forever here because I think the consensus that I've read across is that Batman Returns might be a two seed. Batman Forever would be a three seed. Batman Forever would be a four seed, actually, in my opinion. But we'll no. you know what? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mess this well, up. Well let me ask you well let me I'm ask you a question. No, 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 that's okay, but, but this is this is what we ha- this is why we have it here. Because um, I mean it was Batman Forever. You're, who who <laughs> which four seed would you put ahead? Would you bump up to a three to replace Batman Forever? That's no fa- Phantom. Batman Forever is fine as, right? as a three seed, right? Because I don't think for- Steel and Nick Fury no. come even close. No. Mystery Men, no. Dark Man, no. no barbed no. wire, no. Right? I, I agreed with you. Yeah. I acquiesce. Tank Tank Girl <laughs> as the other th- three seed. Oh, all right, all right. I think I think it could per- uh, particularly rate a little higher than that, just for its aud- audaciousness. Okay. But- that's well, if uh, so, by the way, folks, if you're listening at home and you're listening, you're watching on on Facebook. Um, I'm actually going to post this to the Twitter feed yeah. at Michael underscore Dolce. Yeah. I'm going to post this to the Facebook pages, so you'll get that we out there. We want to hear your um, opinions, and we do want to hear your opinions. So we're up to the two seeds here before we go to break. We're in two seeds. We got Spawn as a two seed. Okay. Dick Tracy as a two seed. Okay. Batman Forever. Oh no, sorry, Batman Returns as a two seed. All right. The okay. mask as a two seed. Okay, but some of those, some of those potential top seeds. So it's going to be interesting so, to see what happens. Yeah, then. So, all right. So here's what I got as the number one seeds before we go to all break. Right, okay. All right. We got my my favorite vote here. Yeah, I wonder what that is. TMNT. <laughs> You're gonna have We've to talk got, to me about that. We're gonna have to discuss. Oh, I'll that. tell you why. It's it's the perfect. It's the best comic book adaption ever. Now, were you a big fan oh. of the? Were you a big fan of the Mirage, uh, Eastman Laird? TV? Yes. It's the, with the, the exception. With the exception of, for some reason, they wanted Raphael instead of Leonardo. Yeah, it is an adaptation. It is. Of the it first, is a the first four books, and it manages to take all the best stuff into a cohesive story. Oh yeah, yeah. Leaving out everything else, but we'll, we'll get into. We'll get yeah, into. We'll, we'll talk get into about that. it. We'll talk about it. The Crow. Yes. Men in Black. Yeah. Okay. And Blade. Yeah, all right. Those are top. Uh, it's a pretty you're, good. You're not, you're not it's a pretty good one seeds oh, yeah, right there. Those, those, all right. Those are top. So for anybody, so for anybody at, at home, we are going to post this on the Facebook page. Anybody listening on the podcast, because you can download us on SoundCloud.com slash Secrets of the Sire, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. Now we, we got a whole. We're, we're just. We, we I heard radio potentially soon. We be many places. Um, I'm going to leave this up. I'm going to pin it up on the Facebook pages. These are the seeds. Uh, this is what's going on, and uh, we're going to spend the next segment uh, with Bobby. That'd there you go, just Bobby. Excellent. From that's from that's uh, yeah, from, <laughs> from Bobby, no last name. <laughs> from that so nineties <laughs> podcast, and uh, he's going to help us narrow it from sixteen to eight. All right, when we come back, you're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day.
Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We were just talking. We're doing our uh, March Madness Top 90s comic book movie bracket. I just posted it onto the Facebook page. So Facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. I just retweeted it as well, too, or I'm about to retweet it as well, too, so you can check out um, our seedings. Now, uh, a couple things. One... all up on that social media. Uh, well, that's, yeah, that's number <laughs> one, though. Um, now, the bracket is going to have... TMNT versus Steel Nick Fury. Spawn yes. versus Rocketeer. It's going to have bracket two is going to have The Crow versus Mystery Men slash Dark Man. Dick Tracy, Judge Dredd. MIB, bracket three is MIB versus Barbed Wire. Bracket three is going to have Batman Returns versus Batman Forever, and that's, that's going to be the heated one. And bracket four is going to have Blade versus Phantom and the mask versus tank girl try to oh, line wow. these things up in a in a in wow. a very cohesive way and uh, oh, and man. i mean we could we could honestly do like four shows in this but uh, I, I want, yeah. but at the uh, at the at the uh, risk of of being monotonous and uh, and boring i want to <laughs> i want to welcome our guest the host of that's so 90s and and Bo- we're just going to call you bobby cuz i'm just going to butcher your last name otherwise <laughs> You guys nailed it before, though. We did. Semmelsberger. Semmelsberger. Yeah, Semmelsberger. Oh, you guys have no idea how many times teachers growing up in elementary school butchered that last name. Oh, God. It was, it was the worst. We it make it an art worst. form. We make it an art form to butcher as many names as humanly possible. So. And we but didn't I butcher say, this you one, You guys though. got it right. You nailed good. it. All right, good. Well, that, that makes me feel so pretty good about that. We actually failed in butchering <laughs> since we got it right. We, we actually blew it. But. This is true, actually. Yeah, this, that goes true. against <laughs> our, yeah, our it MO. It went against our, com- our yeah, policy. Completely, completely. So, Bobby, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on. Uh, tell, tell the viewers about your podcast first, and then we're just going to jump right in, because you, you're going to help us narrow this down from 16, technically 20, down to 8. All right, yeah, I'm looking at the list right now, and, man, my heart is racing. These are some <laughs> tough ones, but... Uh, yeah, so I host the That's So 90s podcast, and it's a podcast where we are looking back at just different movies, TV show, boy bands, just all different pop culture from the 90s. I have different guests on from different podcasts each week, and we just get together. We watch these things that we haven't watched in 20 years, and we go, are these really as good as we all remember? Because we all remember the 90s. <laughs> it's an amazing decade. It was. And then we watch they these are. things, and I'm like how did I make my mom go to the theaters and watch this with me? I feel so <laughs> bad now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's pretty much the show. It's a lot of it's a lot of self-reflecting on what my life has been up until this point. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it's good. It's fun. It's fun, and every every episode is getting better and better. So, uh, yeah. What's uh, What's been, the, the real quick, the, like the big standout uh, that describes exactly what you just described to us where you're like, holy cow, this was terrible, and I used to love it. What, what, like, what's a standout to you that, that – that you can think of right off the top of your head. Well, I mean, like, I, like we did like, uh, like Good Burger, for example. Right? Like, I'm a ninety kid. I love Good Burger, man. Keenan Kel, those were like my best friends. I feel like growing up, and you kind of just watch it with a different perspective, like as an adult, and you're like, Ed, like the main character of Ed, like who is he? He's just like he can't even function in real life. Like who would make who would put him near your food? You don't <laughs> him near your food. Like this guy doesn't even barely knows how to get dressed. <laughs> like it's just like you know so you're watching things and you start thinking about like as an adult and you start thinking of things like would a kid like this why yeah. did i like this they get they get in straight jackets they go to like an insane asylum at some point they go like basically arkham asylum halfway through that movie yeah they do at one point <laughs> and, and it's just like it, it's just like and they're throwing ice cream they like steal a band and i'm like what this isn't a kid's movie and linda this is, cordellini this is, is in that movie so oh, boy. Yeah. that movie has linda cordellini in it who played who also played daphne in the uh in the ah. scooby-doo movie yeah, she does. Yeah. She plays crazy lady number one. Yeah, she was one of the crazy, and she's also uh, she's also Hawkeye's wife in uh, in the Avengers too. Oh yeah, she's look at that. Up, man. Yeah. Those this are her is, two this is why I have right Hassan on the show, though. See, this is why I have him here because he's like he's got all this useless information. Useless. He finally gets <laughs> finally gets yes, to use it. Got an outlet finally. <laughs> All right, so let's let's dive right in. Let's do the play-in games, okay? Are you are you uh, you, you work for Fox Sports, so I got to imagine you're a March Madness fan, correct? Uh, everyone around me is crazy <laughs> in the March Madness. There you go. See, that's uh, that's, how, actually, that's how I am. And I, I didn't actually admit take it. the day off. I tomorrow really? I take the day off. Really? I, oh yeah, yeah from twelve o'clock yeah. till twelve o'clock. I'm gonna you're be a doing nothing. You're not taking the day off. I'm putting my way message up. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. I am okay, away. Okay, fair enough. I am away. Well, um, well all done. Right, so that we have, as everyone knows who follows March Madness, you have the Tuesday night games, which kind of suck because they're like really awful teams that have no shot of winning. Um, but they do a play-in game. So we're going to do the two play-in game uh, matchup, Steel versus the Nick Fury TV movie and Mystery Men versus Dark Man. Now, Mystery Men versus Dark Man technically does goes against our... Um, yes. Our, our it, it goes against the, the, the grain there because... In terms, in terms of what our rules were. Yes. But that being said, if we didn't let those two play it out, we'd have to have Batman and Robin take their place, and we've just eliminated yeah, we, that. We, we eliminated that right off the bat. Do you agree or disagree with our, with our uh, assessment here? I mean, okay, here's the thing. I know this is going to be an unfavorable opinion. Okay, we just did a show on the 90s Batman. And when I say 90s, I mean Joel Schumacher, right? Yep. Not even, yeah. we didn't talk about Batman Returns. We just talked about Batman and Robin, Batman Forever. And yep. I found that Batman and Robin at least is so good at being terrible, right? <laughs> it's so it's so entertaining with all the Mr. Freeze ice puns and the bat nipples and the bat credit card. Whereas <laughs> Batman Forever is so middling that it's Interesting. not good, but it's also not bad. It's just boring. Whereas yeah. Batman and Robin, it's, it's, what a great time. It's you just have a couple of years of how bad it is. and just it's, get real it's snakes on a plane. And you're like, this is the best movie I've ever watched. So I'm just saying, it's not a good movie, but it is entertaining. It's a That's great, it's a great bad movie. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great bad movie. It's a wonderful, like, it's, yeah, it's perfect. Like perfect celluloid. Gut punch. It yeah. really is. <laughs> so you're like, oh, I'm hit. I'm hit watching this movie. So we have we have a saying on the show too. We have Van Helsing expectations, right? <laughs> does, does a movie does a movie become a Van Helsing? And, and how I how I came to this was that during whenever Van Helsing came out, maybe the year or two following, I had heard such bad things about it that by the time I actually watched it, it really wasn't that bad because my expectations, because your expectations were, were so low. That it was just the worst thing, you know, known to man. Right. So are we now looking at Batman and Robin in hindsight with those same, you know, things in mind where it's like, this is the worst thing you're ever going to see. I want to watch that. Yeah, kind of, because we already, because when that movie came out, we are all in the mindset of this, this could potentially be the last Batman movie we're ever going to see in our lives. Like they just screwed the pooch for the next 10 years or 20 years, whatever. There was a lot of venom. Now with the Christopher, but now with the Christopher Nolan trilogy, we've already had these great Batman movies. So it's like, why can't we have some great ones and have some bad ones? And we all know we're getting Batman until we're dead. Like there's going to be Batman movies. Right. We're going to be murdered watching Batman. I, he makes a compelling yeah. argument. Should we? All right. So let let me ask you this. Then. Yeah, but no, but we can't. We we're not bringing it on. Okay. We're not bringing nope. Batman around. All right. All right. You make a compelling argument, but we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave it off because we only have it's an hour. We, we have an hour show. We have him on for twenty it's minutes. Got, so. It's got <laughs> gang members with neon makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do an we'll do an all time uh, campiest um, <laughs> final four, and we'll figure out if that goes yeah, there. All right, we'll definitely go in real quick. Steel versus Nick Fury, two awful awful movies. <laughs> hey, I mean, which one's the uh, the less awfuler one? And we'll we'll do it around the room. And it, there's the three of us here, so awful. I was gonna say Sam can act as a. Uh, you know, as a as a tiebreaker, tie if need be, if need be. But I can't. But, there's but obviously, there's three of us. Yeah. So. All right, so give me a vote. Give me a vote, Bobby. What do you think? Steel or Nick Fury? I'm going. I, I love Steel growing up, and, right. and and I haven't seen it in almost like 15 years. But you know, things were limited in the 90s. We didn't have many superhero movies to turn to. So I was like, Shaq, Steel. He's he's jumping around wearing a giant metal <laughs> costume. Count me in. Winning. Whereas Nick Fury, it's like David Hasselhoff with an eye patch. Get that out of here. Man. No, interest. <laughs> no interest in watching that ever. So we we have Steel, who is basically an obscure character from a from a very much not beloved uh, storyline in Superman versus right. David Hasselhoff in a in a an eye patch. Hassan, what do you think? I don't know. Nick Fury had Lisa Renna, and it and. Uh, She's, she was an all right looking woman, um, but that's I gotta go with steel. He's going so steel. Not, all we right, don't need a tiebreaker. All yeah. right, no tiebreaker needed. James <laughs> Quarandango said, "This is like asking which eye you want poked at." <laughs> all right, we're gonna say steel is the steel is the first winner, and we're updating this live as we go. We're gonna pin this all week because I, I have a feeling we're gonna get to basically an elite eight, and uh, we'll run this through the next couple shows too as well. Then we're gonna have to sit in the marathon and watch them. Oh my god! No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the elite eight. I'll do the elite eight. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. All right. Mystery Men versus Dark Man. Hassan, why don't you start us off and then we'll go to Bobby next. It's <sighs> a tough one because I really, I like both of them. Um, 
I, I would say uh, just due to innovation mm-hmm. and and you know just just style and audaciousness, you got to go with uh, Mystery Man. Okay, Bobby, what do you think? Uh, yeah, this is this is yeah, this is hard because I've never really been been I've never been a huge Mystery Men fan. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's so underrated and stuff. I don't know. I think I think Dark Man is more underrated. I'd, I'd say that's like that's like a I'd say that's a better. Well, better made movie, I guess. That that'd be more underrated than Mystery Men. It's just kind of like a, it's a subpar comedy, in my opinion. So I'm going the opposite. I'm going Dark Man. I will be the tiebreaker, and I'm going to go Dark Man. Also, I, I think Mystery Woo! Men just didn't. Uh, just again, this is not really. We're not choosing like caviar or no, no, <laughs> or like you know something else yeah, gourmet. That's really nobody's yeah. heartbroken in this round. No, this is, this is whether we're going screw, to Chipotle or we're going to Grace Papaya. That's essentially no. what we're doing here. No, I don't want to play anymore. Those are the two restaurants that that are down the street from us. <laughs> I lose and I don't want to play anymore. All right, we're gonna go winner, <laughs> Dark Man. No, uh, you know what? Dark Man had probably. In in conjunction with our Matrix motif, it had one of the best uh, ad uh, campaigns of all time. Because if you remember, it's who is Darkman. Yes. And those were the commercials. Who is Darkman? And it actually made you go to see the film just to find out who Darkman was because we didn't know. Who was he, by the way? I, I totally it forget. It was Liam Neeson. Oh, yeah. Liam Neeson was the Darkman. Until, yeah. until they got to Darkman uh, like until they, until <laughs> four and it became... Until uh, they kidnapped his family. It became the mummy, the guy who did the mummy. And he had some very special skills. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Moving right along. We, I don't know why we Moving had to go there. Moving right but. along. All right. So now we got through the. We, we're through bracket one and bracket two in the playing games. Um, let's go to bracket three. No, let's do. Sorry. Let's do bracket. Yeah, we'll do bracket three. Men in Black versus Barbed Wire. <laughs> and I think let's talk about let's talk about Men in Black for a second before we before we continue. The, the beauty of Men in Black is obviously look, it's a known franchise now. It's a blockbuster franchise. It's it's a franchise that had uh, you know Will Smith in his heyday. Um, it, it actually though is is the funny thing because it's really the reverse of how comic book movies are done today now i mean it's it's usually you build up a big following you know iconic characters then take them to screen and and just kind of like build off that success men in black did the complete opposite no it just went straight to it was it was, it was like it, it was one no issue one knew it, was it was like comic, one yeah. issue of a comic book and it was pretty crappy too i mean it yeah. was not was very it done good by, uh, bart sears was no it, uh, bart sears no I remember seeing promo material done by Bart Sears. All right, Bobby. Uh, let's let's just uh, now. Barbed wire. What do you think of barbed wire? I mean, does it have any redeeming qualities whatsoever besides Pam's Malibu gigantic uh, Malibus? Uh, the DVD cover art. <laughs> yeah. uh, definitely, uh, definitely something to go- uh, something to Google at uh, for a little bit. Oogle, Oogle uh, at the Google? Oogling. Yeah. Oogling is um, but important. It's got to be Men in Black. Or yeah. It's like for everything we just talked about. Yeah. It's like the fact that it's now a franchise and it's such a memorable part of our culture, just from every aspect of that movie brought us, just wearing, it made wearing suits even cooler than it was before. And and you have you have Will Smith, like you said, if, if this is peak Will Smith. This is the Will Smith mm-hmm. we all look back and we remember and be like, oh, man, he was the funniest. and. And for him and Tommy Lee Jones to have the chemistry that they had, who saw that coming? Like they are a yeah. great on-screen pair. And um, this is also David Schwimmer. They offered David Schwimmer that Will Smith role. <laughs> I originally. did not know that. Ooh. Ooh. That could have been bad. Geez. I don't even see that. That, that would have been. I can't bad. even picture that. This is also pre Wild Wild West Will Smith. So you know he really. <laughs> this is really good uh, stuff here. All right, we're just gonna, we're going to call Men in Black over Barbed Wire, right? What? No, I didn't get a go. Well, you want to go? Yeah. What do you think? Men in Black. All right, good. <laughs> Men in Black over Barbed <laughs> Wire for bracket game, three. Darn it. Bracket four, Blade versus Phantom. Now, Phantom to me... Blade. Well, you no, know, we know that's going to be the eventual outcome. All right, so Hassan has said Blade. his piece. Bobby, to me, Phantom is, is, is a movie that I feel like could work better nowadays than when it came out in the 90s. I feel like in the 90s it wasn't... I could see a Phantom movie come out. Now. I'm not saying reboot it. Blade. I'm not saying do anything. Oh, no, we got Blade. it. We got that. But I want to. I want to talk about. I want to give Phantom its due before we. I'm seeing we... Phantom. I'm, I'm saying Phantom even now is not Blade. No, of course even not. Even now, of course Contemporary. not. Contemporary. We're, we're just to, we're just discussing Phantom and how I feel like all it came Phantom in the wrong... can do is right, not be Blade. Let's let our guests. <laughs> let's let our guests speak. Any redeeming qualities of Phantom? Uh, my take is all Phantom I... could have been. Be- could have well, been. Let me tell you. All I remember about Phantom is he rides around on a horse. Yeah. Like on an island for like. 45 minutes. It was so boring. <laughs> so, Blade is awesome, man. It's However, snipes. 
We're talking about peak Will Smith. This is peak Wesley peak Snipes Wesley with a Snipes sword, with bearing a sword. down vampires at like a, at like a rave. When scene. no one knew the opening scene of the movie. Yeah, right there, right there. That's already like we're, that should already be in like the top. Four That's still one of the best of opening openings scene. of cartoon uh, of comic book movies ever. Oh yeah, the Blade. Oh, uh, yeah. the opening of Blade, and one of the best comic book movies. Again, my point ever. was not that Blade was not going to beat Phantom. Listen, my point Phantom was that Phantom had a very I feel like, had a younger Catherine Zeta Jones so much, in it. Man. Come on, I just feel like it, I just feel like it was misplaced. I feel like the you could Phantom, do a new fan. You could do Phantom now, and I Phantom feel like they would do a really great job with it because what they can do is a good movie. The Phantom is a good movie, especially since it has Billy Zane in it, right. which automatically meant it was going to be a sucky movie. Yeah, and it just wasn't. It refused <laughs> to suck, and so it was. A, and like I said, it had a very young Catherine Zeta-Jones in it as the villain. So. It works. It works. It but it's works. not Blade. No, no. Uh, all right. Let's let's say this. Um, James Quarandango says it was a Lone Ranger in a purple onesie. So moving <laughs> on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus the play-in winner, Steel. Uh, I mean, I'm going to start with this one. I'm wearing the shirt. It's it's the best, single best 90s comic book adaption and possibly one of the best comic straight comic book adaptions. It takes all the best Eastman and Laird comics, which were... The, which were I mean, they were just they were the, they were the poop back then. Okay, just to, to, to refrain, they were so good. The black and white Eastman and Laird books were so good, and it took all the best elements and wrapped it around. I mean, I'm giving TMNT over Steel hands down. Hassan, yeah, hands down. Bobby, yeah, man. It, it, it's funny that the first Ninja Turtles was still the best Ninja Turtles. Absolutely, without a doubt. Even with the animatronic suits and all that other stuff that they had, I still love that the best. There's it's nothing got... wrong with those animatronic suits. No, they look really look good. Gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, they're gorgeous. Yeah, they look they look phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah, right. and then they were they were roundhouse kicking people in those things. I mean, those those suits could move. All right, so, so we're gonna do one more matchup before we go to break. Would you be able to stick around for another segment? Please, hey, if you guys need me, then I'm here. All right, because you, you're our, you're our third uh, deciding voice here in this. So we're going to do one more matchup, and then we're going to try to break this down to an Elite Eight when we come back. But before we go, The Crow versus Darkman. I mean, I think this is quit it. This is pretty, pretty, quit it. pretty obvious. Darkman's clearly going to win this oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, Darkman's going <laughs> to win this one. Give me, Bobby, give me your take on The Crow real quick before we go to break. Greatest movie ever. Crow, Crow, I feel like is there. I don't know. There's a reason that they just haven't been able to remake this thing, and it's maybe it just shouldn't be. It just shouldn't be touched. Yes. You know, it is what it is. It's very much a. It's very much a, a a relic of the time it was created. Obviously, it's it's Brandon Lee's final performance. Mm-hmm. So let's and, and it's and it's just it, it's just such a weird, dark, twisted, quote unquote superhero movie. If you can call him a superhero, it, it's kind of it's crazy and weird, but kind of great because of those reasons. So there you go. Better than the comic book. Yeah. I read the actual comic. Yeah. The comic is is not one of my favorite reads, let's just say. Yeah. So the crow is, and I read the comic because I love the movie so much. Very rarely does that end up happening. All right. We're going to, when we come back, Bobby Semmelsberger is going to stay here and we're going to get our most intriguing matchup of the uh, the night, I think, is the the Batman movies taking them on each other (laughs) when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. TalkingAlternative.com
welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every week. Uh, every eight, week. Eight, Wednesday, 8 p.m. <laughs> Eastern, talkradio.nyc. You can always call in as well, too, 877-480-4120. I'm joined by Bobby Semmelsberger from That's So 90s Podcast. Yeah, this is goodness. Yeah, now I'm like, now, now, I'm, just, now I'm, I'm just, just gonna, feeling that last name. We're gonna just now. use that name. Nailing nailing it. It. Oh my yeah. god, I've never heard it my now. name said so. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, um, just a quick rundown for anybody that's just joining us right now. We are doing our top sixteen because we can't get any more than that. We did name about twenty four comic book movies, but you know, yeah, but no love for them, no love for Vanilla Ice. Uh, <laughs> some of them does deserve to be on. Right, we gave you know Generation X TV movie not happening. Ah, no yeah. animated movies. Uh, Batman and Robin as a, a great bad movie, but we're not. We're, we're trying to find the best of the best here, not uh, not the best of the worst. Batman and Robin might be the best bad movie. Yeah, it might be. It's up there. <laughs> it might be the greatest bad movie of all time. So just to recap, we've got TMNT beating Steel. We've got Darkman over Mystery Men. Oh, sorry. We got Men in Black over Barbed Wire. We got Blade over Phantom. We got The Crow over Darkman. Yes. You can watch all this stuff going live. We actually are updating it as we speak on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. Going into the two versus the three. Now, this is, this is where it gets very, very interesting, and I'm actually going to save the best for last, I think. Spawn, we're going to start with Spawn versus Rocketeer. This oh. is a this is a tough matchup here. Oh. Bobby, start us off. Uh, who do you got in this, and why? Dude, I'm a big Rocketeer fan. Uh, I I think that movie is. It's weird how it's just like nobody talks about that movie. Like if, if yeah. I were to go up to people and be like, "Hey, you ever heard of the Rocketeer?" I'd be like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." It's such a forgotten kind of classic. Like it's a really well made movie. It's like it, it's directed by Joe Johnson, who eventually did. Uh, Captain, the first Captain Avenger, America. Captain America, the first Avenger, right. yep. and kind of brought that that nineties nineteen forties feel to that too. And it's just like he did that, but like twenty five years earlier. So I'm like, right. we're yeah. we talking about the Rocketeer more, man. So I think Rocketeer needs some love, and I'm giving it to it right now. I I can't disagree with that, Hassan. What were the two choices? Rocketeer? Spawn versus Rocketeer. Spawn. I I'm not gonna actually. I'm not gonna Rocketeer. comment as to Spawn just yet until it's my turn. But I'm gonna go Hassan next. That's Rocketeer. You're real easy. It's really easy, really easy. Yeah. Really easy. Plus, so Jennifer is, Conley is in it. So. so this would be considered the first Winning. upset. Mm-hmm. This would be considered the first upset. This is a three seed beating a two seed. Now, one might ask, why wasn't Rocketeer a two seed then? Spawn has the household name. Spawn has Todd McFarlane. Spawn has, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the, had the, the HBO series behind it. I think from a from a sheer pop culture standpoint, it was worthy of a two seed. But this mm-hmm. is the first upset in terms of an actual movie. I think Rocketeer, hands down, as well too. Wow. All right. Moving wow. on to bracket number two. This is a tough one, too, now. We're going to go Dick Tracy versus Judge Dredd. Hassan, mm. start us off with this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, I love the Judge Dredd movie, but I never read the Judge Dredd comic book, which is, prob- which is why, uh, as I'm told, I actually love the Judge Dredd movie. Everybody who's ever read that comic book has has uh, deducted that the reason I love that movie is because I never read the comic book. So, having read Dick Tracy and watched all the the, the early uh, TV shows and stuff about Dick Tracy, and also having it having the opinion that that was a good movie, yeah, got to pick Dick Tracy. Don't Dick, Dick Tracy, Tracy was okay? A, was a better movie, Bobby. What do you think? You know, I don't really feel like I have a dog in this fight, um, but I would say that. I'm a big fan of the Judge Dredd movie, too. The one that came out in 2012, all right? So that's, uh, Stallone, that's Judge just Dredd. Dredd. Hello. I'll get out of here. Mr. Simmelsberger. <laughs> that is just Dredd. <laughs> Don't be throwing also, in outliers. You, dude, Judge Dredd, just, I, just based on how I dislike Judge Dredd so much, I'm just going to give it to Dick Tracy, but really, <laughs> I don't really care in this match that much. So this this was, this was matchup was an interesting matchup, and the reason I pitted these two against was it. I think it had the most recognizable uh, stars in this, though. I mean, you have um, Dick Tracy's Warren Beatty. I mean, Beatty. he's led in Sylvester Stallone. So in terms of, like, 70 stars... Who who then ended up helming a comic book movie? I figured it was a good matchup, mm, but yeah, uh, all right. I'm gonna give this one to Dick Tracy also. But I mean, what Al Pacino's in it? Al Pacino, uh, I know, right? Madonna, I know, I know, and I know, the I know. William Forsyth. It's I mean, just, everybody's yeah, in it. It is. Uh, Dustin Hoffman is in yep. that darn movie. Yep. So I mean, it's it was supposed to be bigger because it was right after the Batman movie, yeah. And they thought it was gonna be another Batman, which is kind of like the same thing. Uh-huh. With the, uh, uh, Daredevil and Spider-Man. Sure. It was the same phenomenon. And then because it didn't beat the Batman movie, it was considered a flop, but it actually 
was a good movie and it did well, but yeah. it just didn't meet their expectations. Yeah. So I actually, it's a great movie. I, I actually, I don't know how, I haven't seen it in years. I know. I don't know if I, if I watch it now, if I would feel the same way, but I know it left a better, a better impression. Well, we'll definitely have to uh, see, but for right now, we're going to go Dick Tracy over Judge Dredd, though. We, a lot of fan Dick chatter, wins. Ch- Channing Dredd and Channing Stallone, um, but our steam panel. But Dredd, a lot of them are Channing Dredd from the 2012. They're, they're not thinking, they're not celebrating Stallone. This is nobody celebrates that Stallone movie. I'm the only I'm the cha- I'm the only champion of that that Stallone movie. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Trust me. I've had that argument with several people. All right, we're gonna skip bracket three because I think that's got the most intriguing matchup, and we'll wait for the we'll wait for the end. We're gonna go the two dark horse. Literally, they were dark horse characters: uh-huh. Tank Girl versus The Mask. Ooh. This is prime Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is like, this is, it's funny too, because we had Batman Forever and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, but this is like after Ace Ventura and it just had, it was that string of Jim Carrey was just in every single movie that came out. But the mask, I think, was one of the things that, that kind of solidified yeah. him as like a legit box office star. Also, the vehicle for Cameron Diaz. That was the first time Very she first re- as not, well I don't know if that was her first movie, but that was her, that was her, her breakout. Bobby, what do we, what do we think here? Well, for me, this is an easy one because I have never seen Tank Girl. Oh, easy. And I don't know if, that, if that's like craziness or whatnot. And also, I love the mask. I grew up with the mask. And like you guys were just talking about, has there been a bigger year for maybe any actor of all time than Jim Carrey in 1994? He had three huge movies that year, including yeah. the mask. Yeah. I, I, uh, and you, you know, not only that, is the mask... Cons- so there, we have them as a two seed. You know, we do. And I think we have legit number one seeds. But would this be, in your opinion, the, the biggest Dark Horse... Again, I'm going to use that ha-ha-ha because it was published by Dark Horse, Dark Horse Comics to possibly win it all as a two seed? I mean, is the mask that good that it can, that it can go up against some of our heavyweights later on? I mean, I think if you're looking at pure adaptation... It's not. It's not anywhere near like where the what the source material is because obviously that source material sure. is way darker. Sure. But just as a film, as something that's fun and enjoyable and entertaining, and I look at the rest of this list that we have on the Facebook right now. Yeah. Yeah, I say it has a pretty good shot right now to come in. It come in either number one or pretty damn high. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna uh, Hassan. Do we have anything to add? Mask versus Tank Girl. Uh, I gotta pick Tank Girl. Oh, oh, wait a minute. All right. Yeah. So we're not walking away I, from look, this. Look, Tank, uh, we're, we're going to talk about adaptation. All Tank right. Girl is a way better adaptation than, than The Mask. And it's, like I said before, it's it's audacious. It's 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 almost, you know, it's almost an insult. Wow. <laughs> All right. So you are put, oh, and Jersey Jedi, Tank Girl, James Dongo Tank Girl. Yeah. Is this a potential upset? Yeah. Yeah, or is it? I I look. I just think it's a. I've seen the mask. I enjoyed the mask. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a. It's a Jim Carrey tour, tour de force. And like I said, it's a Cameron Diaz's breakout. Yeah, but I no. Wow, going take her. This is actually now turning it. Now it's all falls on my shoulder, and this this is a lot. I a lot of responsibility here. Okay, and I have to I have to really calculate this and really and really ponder. I actually thought this was was a. Uh, walk off the throwaway, you know, right? like a throwaway, like you yeah. know, because, and I think, I think, uh, well, I think Bobby's going to have to go and see Tank Girl now. First, yeah, of all. That's, that's, that's the, the first thing. thing that happens. Uh, so yeah, can we pause the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And go watch it when I'll we come, come back, back <laughs> in two it's hours. Rapidly, yeah. <laughs> to plug himself into the TV and yeah. just put it on fast forward. I've seen it. This it's, is all right. It's so fantastic. I mean, this is the thing. We got a lot of folks online saying Tank Girl. We got we got Hassan making a strong argument. And we've got Jim Carrey in other movies as well too. I mean, this this could be an upset in the making, and it all falls on my shoulders. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go and um, and concede my vote to Sam though. Sam is now oh. gonna Sam is Sam our engineer oh. is going to uh, is gonna step <laughs> into the step in and he's gonna decide engineer mask or veto. tank girl. Come on, Sam. I love the mask, but tank girl rocks. Yes! Yes! Engineer Vito! That's a three-pointer at the buzzer! <laughs> the other... T- oh, my God! The Hashtag winning! Done! <laughs> Stunning! Oh! Don't hang up, Samuelsberger! We know your name! <laughs> Don't hang up! Whoa! And un- I-, I can't even believe it! I can't even believe it! Yeah. We've got a huge I will upset. never watch Tank Girl! <laughs> ever! ever. <laughs> 
All right. Well, we've got only about two minutes to go, so we got to move on to the most intriguing. But actually, this turned out that actually turned out to be the most intriguing thus far. But we've got a last segment in bracket three: Batman Returns versus Batman Forever. I'm gonna start. <sighs> And I got Batman Forever over Batman Returns. I thought Batman Returns was such a slog of a movie. You're wasting performances by Michelle Pfeiffer. You're wasting Danny DeVito. It was like a a Tim Burton film. It wasn't a Batman film. You know, Batman, the original one in 1989, which, again, the reason why the first Batman's not on this, because it would be easily a one seed. It would easily probably win the whole thing. Probably. But it came out in 1989, so it's not a 90s comic book movie. movie. Keaton's the best Batman. I Same think we can all agree with that. Road to Perdition, right? Which was a 2002, 2002 movie. X Men was 2000. Right. I mean, we've got we've got yeah, stuff. Yeah, we got that some strong the, stuff on the outskirts. Yeah. I'm gonna say I loved Jim Carrey's Riddler. Um, I hated Tommy Lee Jones's um, Two Face because I thought that was just a Oof, yeah. you know kind of a waste of having Tommy Lee Jones in it. N- Nicole Kidman though is so unbelievably gorgeous in this movie too. So that was just a, a winner in my book. Um, I just I found Batman Returns to be uh, you know unwatchable and a big disappointment. I felt it was a Tim Burton movie, not a Batman movie. Batman Forever, as middling as it might have been, was better and was a Joel Schumacher was you know even though it was Joel Schumacher, I thought it was it was an homage to the Adam West and it was trying to bring it out. I was okay with it. Hassan, what do you think? Batman Returns. All right, I'm very sorry, Bobby. We got one minute to go. Give us give us the Batman Returns versus Batman Forever. Why you're picking it, and then tell the folks where they can find your podcast. Oh, uh, dude, this is so difficult because I just, if you'd asked me literally like a, a month ago, I would have been like, oh, Batman Forever. I love Batman Forever. But I just watched Batman Forever. And dude, it's so boring. It's so <laughs> middling. But so is Batman Returns. It's like, which one would I rather watch right now? I would rather watch neither. I'd rather watch Tank Girl. I don't even want to watch Tank Girl. Oh, God. I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick because it's, a, because it's a better, funner blockbuster, Batman Forever. Batman Forever over uh, Batman Returns. We love it. We love it. All right. I want to hang up. Bobby, now. tell us where they can find your podcast. Yeah, you guys can find the podcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at That's So 90s Pod in the podcast. Uh, new episodes every week on SoundCloud, on iTunes. Just type in, just Google That's So 90s Pod and it will pop up. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, guys. I Th- loved it. Oh. <laughs> we, we enjoyed having you on as well. Next yeah. week, it's crossover time. We are crossing over with the 7 o'clock show, Is It Plugged In? Host Adam Jeffrey Weinberg. We're going to talk Power Rangers on our, on our hour, and uh, we're going to talk... Maybe the tech of um, the movie world, the comic book world. Who knows? We'll figure it out next week. Figure it out. Uh, check us out at 7 o'clock next week. <laughs> 7 o'clock into 8 o'clock. This has been Secrets of the Sire. Up next, it came from the radio. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Hello, I'm JC. I'm Joan. And And welcome welcome to 21st Century Entrepreneur. We bring education, insight, knowledge, awareness, trouble, craziness, and fun. For you, the entrepreneur who's looking to build your business. And your community. Listen every Friday from noon to 1 Eastern on talkradio.nyc. And you can tweet us at 21stCE Radio or Talk Alternative. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. 
Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 